Arena, Oxford's definition. A level area surrounded by seats for spectators in which sports and other events are held. Fancy, eh? This is The Arena with Dave McIver and Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Dave McIver, I have a simple question for you. When did you realize that you had hit your athletic peak <laughs> and the dream was over? I was 21 years old. I might have been 22, but I was uh, either 21 or 22. It was April. I was leaving Grant McEwen. I knew I wasn't going to be playing any more ACAC hockey the next year, and I decided that, yep, that's pretty much it. So in the grand scheme of things, you have been able to actually relive some of your athletic prowess, albeit on a more fun level, <laughs> correct? Um, I wouldn't even say that. Like the, the level of athletics, you know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but the the level of athletics I was playing is a, it was a lot better than rec sports, and I don't go out there ever and try and recreate or play for any level uh, that I played at, you know, in any sport. It's just that makes absolutely zero sense. It's not a it's not a competitive game. There's no trophy at the end of the season. See, I'm already starting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I do not try and recreate any sort of competitive atmosphere that I felt while I was playing elite sports. Welcome to a podcast-only edition of The Arena. I am Joe McFarland. He is Dave McIver. And we thought we'd treat you all to a little something off the cuff. We're going to go sort of off the rails. We did last week, of course, talk about uh, athlete burnout and uh, plan B, that kind of thing for athletes. And we thought we'd kind of give you guys a little bit of something extra and uh, only in podcast form. So... Dave and I have been ranting a little in the newsroom lately. A little. A lot. (laughs) And it only seemed fair that we recreate that conversation in the show because I think that there's some merit to it. I think that there's maybe a discussion to be had. And I threw the question out on Twitter at the Arena YYC for those who've been following along. I don't know what it is about rec sports that can be very, very good. And 98% of those who take part are phenomenal. It's a high number. (laughs) No, you're right. right, I I, I think it is. I think it's that high, but there's that 2% that just really seem to try to want to ruin it for everybody else. And it's really, really obvious Come slow pitch season. I have a nickname for all of these people. It, Ooh, it's a nickname. It's a nickname, and they're called Game 7. Because oh, every, I like it. Every, I like try hard. I use tryhards. I, I like hardo, too, because, yeah. 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 But no, I, I like to call them Game 7 because it's, it's their mentality going into a rec sports game. It's, they're going into Game 7. It's the, the final game of, you know, the final round of whatever sport they're playing in, and they're playing do or die to win that game. <laughs> and... It's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, you know, you, you're playing against a bunch of, okay, first of all, you're paying to play. You're paying money to play. So, right. Oh, you mean you're not sponsored. You don't, you you're don't have spon- like a, oh. a deal with nope. some local. No, and you're also not getting club. paid. And if you are, send me your, <laughs> Kudos, team, send me your yeah. team info. I want to know more about this. No, but honestly, like you're not getting paid. In most of these leagues, I know, you know, in slow pitch, you're not getting a trophy You know, in beer league hockey, you might get one that you have to give back five minutes later. Um, (laughs) So you're not getting a trophy you can keep. 
I'm telling you when you leave that field or that arena, nobody other than somebody on your team cares about whether you won or lost the night before. You're not getting your stats up on on the TV or on the radio or anything like that. You're not even Last get, I checked. You're not, unless you play, you know, beer league hockey, you're not even getting your stats on a website. <laughs> Relax out there. It amazes me. And and my first, I was, I wasn't, let me be straight right off the bat, is that I didn't have as a prolific a career in sports as you did. I played high school football and that was about it. Like there wasn't a whole lot. I, I think I, my baseball career petered out at coach pitch when I hit a comebacker back at one of the the, the girls who was pitching for us. Uh, that career came to a bitter end. Like you know, seven or eight years old. So my my competitive nature has never really been there. And so I'm I feel kind of lucky that way. Is that I've always been hey let's play for fun and see what happens kind of thing. My first real. I guess exposure to the idea of a game seven was at a ball tournament in Lloydminster and we're playing this team. And and this is a problem with ball tournaments is they put all the divisions together and then they recreate the division. So you got the A, B, C, D. And so you're going to get that invariable game where you got to play the team that is just going to kick the snot out of you for, I would say seven innings, but typically it's like four because they mercy you. And we were playing this one team that, uh, of course, I'm playing third base. There are dugouts on the third base side. We're playing a team that is just absolutely smoking us. It was 20 nothing, and we fought, we got us we got one run, one run in the bottom of the fourth Something. to avoid the the eventual uh, getting knocked out and and mercy rule. And we celebrated like we had just won the World Series. <laughs> And they started <laughs> chirping us. And I, we're just sitting there going, what? And it continued for a while. And it actually, I look back on it and I go, you know what? That was kind of, it was weirdly a defining moment for me because I realized just how stupid it was to be a game seven. And there was a couple of things said. And yeah, there's probably a couple of wobbly pops that were had because it's a ball tournament. And keep in mind, this was a charity ball tournament. Like, this is all the money is supposed to go back to the charity. Um, it's a really hard, like, I keep going back year after year. Eventually, some one of the girls called me a clown. And so the next year, I showed up in uh, different colored knee-high socks <laughs> and plaid shorts and just every color imaginable. That became a part of who I am now. Like, I wear d- different colored socks for every ball game I've ever played in. But that was the first time I really saw that. And it transcends all sports. It's incredible. Incredible to me to think that that happens everywhere. Apparently, floor hockey is really bad for that too. Floor hockey is uh, extremely bad. I actually play goal in floor hockey because you you kind of get away from the crap. Um, to your point though about you know these things happening when they happen, it's usually at a charity event. I don't know yeah. if you saw the video. It was uh, it went viral. It was uh, guys at a charity cornhole event. Now, if you don't know what cornhole is, it's uh, two basically wooden structures at the end. There's a hole you throw a beanbag, and it goes either in the hole or doesn't. That's how you get your points. How can you get in a fight about something like this? And if you want, you can go online, you can look at this cornhole fight. You will find it's at a charity event, and it's these guys, and they are going toe-to-toe. And literally, the lady has to come over, the uh, the PA announcer has to come over, and she says, Stop it right now! We will stop this tournament! This is stupid! This is absolutely ridiculous! Get 
It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Cut the crap. I just can't believe it gets to this point in rec sports. How do you get to this point in your mind that you are getting that upset about something that does not matter in the grand scheme of things? Uh, uh, uh. Other than fun. Uh, uh, uh. You get a t-shirt at the end. I have one of those t-shirts. <laughs> I have one of those t-shirts from last year, Joe. And I didn't take one single game seriously. No. I, it's And that's the thing. Like I look back on it and go, going back to uh, the ball, that, uh, that ball tournament in particular, what I found funny about it was that team got complained about not just by us, but, but by others. And they were banned from the tournament for like five years. And they were one of those teams, and in, in, in ball in particular, and it wasn't until a few years later that I realized that some teams actually every weekend go and play in a tournament and hope that they can win, and that's how they make their extra beer money and that kind of thing, which is which is fine. I mean that that's your prerogative, but you got to realize that there are other teams out there that are there for the fun, and at some point you're going to realize that it's they're there for the fun, you're not. And it serves nobody any good when you're kicking the snot out of a team. It's not fun for you, and it's not fun for the team that's getting. So why not just come to a happy meeting and be like, all right, you know, at 15 runs go, okay, we can take the foot off the pedal, and away we go. We don't have to worry about starting a scrap. And yet you're still trying to go oppo (laughs) against the one girl. Opposite field. Yeah. You're still trying to go oppo on the girl who's playing in right field because – you know, that's the first time she's ever played the game before and you're trying to plunk it over her head. Come on now. My thing is, and I, I don't want the teams that, you know, play pretty competitively, like, you know, to come at us and think, oh, you we coming at us. We play in the Canadian Nationals. Well, I'll, I'll tell a story here. This is from, from my very first slow pitch tournament. It was in Okotoks. And we played, same situation as Lloyd Minister. Uh, They didn't split up the divisions. They put every team into a jumble, and then they realigned everybody after it was done. So we played two teams that were going to the Canadian Nationals. And the first game we played, they knew they were better than us. And this is the key for all you players out there who are playing competitively, uh, going to Nationals, going to tournaments every weekend against teams that aren't. You have to realize who you're playing against. You have to gauge the attitude of the team you're playing against and you have to play to that attitude because the way it's it's going to be a fight regardless if if you're up by 19 runs and you're still you know trying to pound the ball you know to the opposite field like joe says Mm -hmm. uh to somebody who's never played there before and trust me these competitive teams know exactly where they're hitting the ball they know exactly what they're doing and it just it just doesn't make sense to go into a game against a team you know is out there to have fun, probably out there to win. They know that they're not going to beat you. And to come at them like they're the team you're playing in the finals of the Nationals. Yeah. Because the first team we played was great like that. They said, hey, look, this is a team that's their first year together. We're going to stomp them. And they did. But we had fun while they did it. Yeah. And then the net, we literally walked an hour. or We played an hour later. We walked over five diamonds. And we played another team that had was going to the same tournament and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. I shouldn't say that, but it's one of the worst. <laughs> no, sp- no, yeah, it was one of the worst yeah. sports experiences of my life. We're playing against guys who are hitting it, hitting hard ground balls and line drives at girls who are playing their seventh or eighth game of their life, and and they're guys, meaning to do and it. They, these guys know what they're doing. So, you know, I, I'm not sitting. We're not sitting here, you know, complaining because we get beat every week. We're sitting here complaining that. Whether we get beat every week or not, it should be fun. 
And I've played many slow pitch, beer league, you know, floor hockey games where I've lost and had fun. And I've played tons where I've won and not had any fun because of the team you're playing against. And I think that's where you kind of got to gauge it. You know, be out there to have fun and, and see how the other team is. One of the things that I've really prided uh, our, my Thursday league team, I've prided myself on is over the last couple of years, we've we've been we were an awful team to start because we were just like a lot of the team was just learning how to play the game. And we finally improved and we got better and we were playing rec and we we're constantly in rec and we were always like a, a three and three, four and four team for those eight week seasons. And over the last couple of seasons, we got close. We got to a championship. We lost in the final. Uh, and then the next year, we finished third. And oh, we, it probably we, made we you close. real mad you didn't get that T-shirt, oh, right, Joe? we were upset. <laughs> there, there came a point where we were kind of like, you know, it'd be really nice to. But then we had a beer, and it was fine. Um, but we ended up finally encountering those games where we were on the delivering end of some shellackings. And we took that as a bit of a learning experience and totally different from what a lot of these teams, what not a lot, what some of those teams do in terms of running up the score. And put, we took it as a let's try different players at different positions to you know show how much different it is from a different perspective. The other thing we started doing was showing the other team because we'd been in that situation where we were learning. And typically we were doing the pounding on teams that were much like we were four or five years earlier, just learning the sport. So something simple like showing the catcher, hey, you got to have your foot on this on the plate, not on the mat, right? Like something simple like that. And the thank yous we got after, it was it, that's way more worth it than the T-shirt at the end of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even something simple like uh, uh, last week, we had uh, a couple of us after our – game where we were rained on dave was actually guesting on our our team played well we, we, we played okay <laughs> we lost but we played okay um we ended up a couple of us stayed behind and played for the next team because they needed a couple of spares that team had a few people that had barely played before as well and so the three of us that had stayed behind we played ball for six or seven years together now we were like hey let's teach these guys a few of the tricks and uh one of the girls who struck out three times we gave her a couple of tips. She got a hit in her last at-bat. It was like, that's the learning experiences that you as the World Series winning slow pitch team should be teaching to these other teams so that we can be more competitive and you guys can actually have more fun against us because it is a more competitive game. I think the point, and I think that's the point of this whole little you know, podcast we're doing is you know, we want to make a rec pod league. rant. Yeah, <laughs> we want to make rec league sports fun yeah make rec league sports fun again (laughs) but no honestly like i have a blast you know like you said you know 75 percent of the time but it's it's almost like and maybe this is just me getting older but it's almost like the every year it just seems to get worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. um you know you know five six years ago playing slow pitch we're playing you know the rec division of cssc i don't remember having any problems but it just seems like these last three years, it's just like, you know, twice out of six games, we're getting three times out of six games. We're running into a team that's just, you're just going way too hard. If you're the team listening right now, you're just going way <laughs> too hard. Honestly, rec league sports are supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be for people, no matter what level you're playing, you know, rec C, rec B, rec A. 
there's a reason Calgary Minor Hockey has a rec division. It's recreational. It's for people who want to go out there and have fun, not for people who want to go out there and rip other teams or yell at other people because they're not playing the game to the T of the rules. I just don't understand people, and I don't think I ever will, Joe, who go out there and need to win a rec league game. Or even beyond that, and to go back to the tournament thing, one other story, just to kind of get away from the uh, slow pitch side of things, to say that, again, this is something that I'm going to share two different stories real quick here. One, uh, street hockey. It was a tournament for uh, one of the charities here in town. And it was my first kind of foray into into something other than slow pitch or uh, or that kind of thing. It was more, and I hadn't played hockey in forever. I used to be a pretty good uh, floor hockey goalie back in the day, so I was like, oh, I'll I'll play like whatever. It's for charity. And we ended up encountering a team that was taking it extremely seriously, <laughs> despite there being nothing, legitimately nothing to win. This team had obviously played together. For a while, the team I was playing on had never played together before. We were just a bunch of like, I was part of the organizing or organizers team. So they just kind of said, hey, do you play floor hockey? Not really. Okay, you're in. Hey, we need an extra uh, team. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was cool, except for that one game where I ended up playing in net. We're getting shellacked like eight nothing. And I make a save, put my hand on the, on the ball to stop play. And probably a good three or four seconds after the whistle goes, dude comes in and hack on the hand. Whack. And I don't lose my cool very often. Like it doesn't, but I took exception to it. He stood right there. So I kind of gave him the blocker to the kneecap <laughs> because I'm not, I'm smart enough to know that I'm going to fight back. See, in this that is case. the problem. We have somebody who's going too hard, who just made somebody who's out there to just have fun mad when they're just about there to have yeah. fun. This is, a, this is the key of the problem. This is the core <laughs> of the issue, Joe. So there was that. And again, I go back to, as actually we were talking about, because we had ball last night, and one of the guys I was talking with said that his wife plays on a rec league basketball team where teams are arguing over the fact that a guy punched the floor, nothing affecting the other players on the floor at the time, Punched the floor because he was mad at himself. You're not getting spirit points because you're taking the game too seriously. <laughs> what? Uh, see, that's a. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I just, I. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's spe- and here's the deal: is I look at it, and I, uh, as Aaron and I were driving back home last night, the one thing that I thought of was. The unfortunate reality in all of that is the reason that they are so gung-ho, I think, is that that's the highlight of their week or their month or their year. And so I do have a sense of empathy for them. Like, if that's the highlight, then, man, life must not be all that great. As bad as it sounds, prove me wrong. Like, I'm more than happy to. But, again, it goes to that game seven. If you think that slow pitch in middle of season – yelling at somebody over some stupid rule like whether or not his foot was an inch over the line coming around third in the commitment line dave mciver <laughs> <laughs> then you got something wrong with you i'm sorry especially when the uh 
evidence in the shale says you were three feet in front of the criminal. <laughs> no, but that's that's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's that kind of reaction. What did I do? I walked away because I don't care. And like I, you know, I I understand people listening are probably think, oh, these guys lose every game. They're so they're sore losers. They're mad at teams that are beating them. I, I, I really don't care if that's your thought about me or Joe. I, I can sit here and say, you know, I played in a championship game last year and my team finished two and six this year. Yeah. So it, it really, it's just all ends of the spectrum. It's not, you know, oh, you, we, we're, we're not on good teams. These teams are beating us. We're upset. No, it's legitimately a problem in rec sports that I'm dealing with in slow pitch and in, in beer league hockey. And it's just, it just it infuriates you when you're out there because you're out there to have fun and, you know, have a couple adult beverages and, and, you know, maybe if, you know, if it's beer league hockey or you're going out with the boys after and, and literally I play beer league hockey and my favorite part about playing beer league hockey is when we go and do after the games because yeah. all the guys go out and have a good time and, you know, it kind of kills a Saturday. We play every Saturday and it's just, you got to get in that mindset where this isn't the be all end all especially a regular season game, I can understand a couple teams getting ramped up playing for that T-shirt. I can yeah. understand that. But, you know, it's the middle of June. There's a, it's a 16-week season. It's week eight. Calm down a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's funny. is We were playing uh, in a tournament in Strathmore last weekend, and there was a, a gent playing on a team. They We actually ended up watching them twice because uh, they were playing in games right before we were playing on the same field. And... Dude on the mound, this team's getting pummeled, like just getting <laughs> ransacked. And dude on the mound is smiling the whole time. This was me on this was me on Tuesday night. <laughs> had a bad leg, went in, had to go pitch, literally gave up 20 runs in one inning. And I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty fun. I was I was getting the ball down the middle finally. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the mat. Yes. Yeah, that was key. It, and I actually, after the, after the second game, uh, a bunch of us on, on our team went over to him. And I, I, even, I, I wasn't the leader by any stretch. I think I was like the third guy in. But we were talking about before. We got to shake this guy's hand and thank him for being the epitome of what those tournaments should be about. Is even if you're just smiling, having a good time, like that's what that's about, right? And you should be. And again, if you're pummeling teams, you can do, you can do that too. Just to that point, Joe, you can be happy without winning. And your mindset mm. going in shouldn't be, I'm mad if I don't win. It's not the point of the game. Not in rec league. That's a great way to end this, this <laughs> yeah. podcast, I think. Uh, again, a giant thank you. I, I don't think we've thanked you all enough for tuning into the arena uh, over the last few weeks as we've launched this new show. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit of fun results, too. You know, we're getting some people who are listening in, and like Joe says, we thank you for that. You know where to find us now. Uh, for those who are hearing us for the first time, you found us on a podcast. Uh, this is where you find us every week. We're on Apple. We're on Android. I uh, think. Google Play as well. I think so. Uh, I think yeah. Google Play as well. So uh, yeah, we're we're uh, we're just trying to have some fun. Thank you so much for joining in and having some fun with us. And uh, Joe, uh, I think uh, you you probably have a good way to wrap it up. I don't. Well, maybe. Uh, I, I just wanted to say we kind of went off script a little bit because Sorry we've to put been you on sort of on. I know it's all good. <laughs> One of the things that I think we've been able to do is is sort of go. Uh, meticulously through the mindset of young athletes in particular. And I do want to kind of set up what we've got planned for next week. And that's going to be a show that will not only be found on podcast, but you'll be able to hear it on the radio as well on 770 CHQR. 
is we're diving, we've been diving into sort of the mindset and we talked last week about um, about the going into having a plan B as a young athlete and talking about uh, the the kind of getting bogged down by uh, sort of the the meltdown of the mind as you go through 12 months of training and playing and, and being on one sport. Next week, we've kind of decided to go a little bit different, I think, and, and go into the mindset of an athlete who is getting there. And we're going to try to talk a little bit about the the... I guess you want, I don't want to call it the brand. I know it's not the brand, but there's been some interesting conversations and in particular around the Stanley Cup about uh, players and especially hockey players who it's all about team, right? And there's less about the personal brand. There's no I in, t- in team, right? There's no I in hockey. You watch hockey interviews. They're the worst thing known to mankind in terms of it's going to be the same thing over and over and over again. Well, and to your point, Thursday night when the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup, I can almost guarantee every guy said in his uh, his post game interview, "We just got a great, great group of guys, and you know we got the best team, and uh, we won because you know everybody came together as a team." And and there isn't guy, there isn't that one guy who's gonna you know come out and say, "Yeah, I, I played, I'm great. I played pretty darn good tonight." <laughs> but there's a there's a little bit to be said about sort of the the mindset of an athlete in and in different sports and whether that personal brand plays into it so we're going to reach out to a few players we're going to reach out to some uh some different people within sort of the the mindset we talked to a great psychologist last week kind of get that mindset about whether the personality needs to come out for some of these athletes i think it's a great segue from what we talked about last week and it was so downtrodden last week. Let's talk a little something fun. Well, maybe. and I think too, as a sports fan, like I want to see as many personalities as I can. But as if I look at the mindset of a coach or a general manager, it's probably a little bit different. So it might be another angle we look at next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of great stuff still to come. Dave and I are always planning. As always, if you want to reach reach out to us uh, on Twitter, it is the Arena YYC is the uh, at there. Uh, Once again, a giant thank you one and all for taking a listen. And uh, we will join you again next week here on the Arena on 770 CHQR and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Dave McIver. And I'm Joe McFarland. We'll see you next week. (laughs)